Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This time we are straight from the heart of San Francisco. Finally, we're home. We're in the studio. (laughs) It's been a minute. We have a very special guest. Her name's Melinda Fox. Melinda Fox. That's how I just want to sing it every time. In the house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she is appropriately named. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) She's the founder. Right? Can I say founder of, of Coven Film? I'm a Festival? co-founder. Okay, co-founder of yeah. the Coven Film Festival. That is correct. And also the founder of Tangi Moby, That's which correct. we will be talking about separately. Excelente. Um, but what a force you are! Excuse me. Well, yeah, and that's nice to hear, especially from you all. <laughs> Well, I do want to bring up the reason why we were at Coven in the first place is because of you. We met you at the Mill Valley Film Festival. Yes. A while ago. And mm-hmm. last fall. Mm-hmm. And we almost didn't meet you. We met you at the end I when know. we were having drinks and, and free f- drinks and food, as yeah. you do. And we were like, she's got the same haircut as us. Yes. We've got to talk. <laughs> we're like, we have to talk. Well, also, we were the ones that were stirring pots and, you know, asking pointed questions mm-hmm. and using all the words mm-hmm. um, trying to yeah yeah so yeah and we almost i mean we were ready to share a room at park city for sundance mm-hmm. i mean we were all in as soon as we met you so i'm happy that we got to join forces again yeah me too i'm glad you made it to sundance i had fomo missing out but um you know we, we i had just a few months to plan the fest so i was heads down yeah i <laughs> you put together a film festival in san francisco mm-hmm. no less that's right for how much six, you, it started in august of last year uh well no we actually decided on september 5th um so cameo and i met at mill valley the year before Okay, and um, just just like we did, very organically, and uh, we bonded. And I started doing social um, as kind of a side hustle for her uh, short that was touring, uh, real artists. And then after it was done and on you know VOD and streaming and whatnot, she said, "Oh, you know, I'd love to keep working together." And I was like, "Well, what can we do?" And we just decided we would do a fest because she has film interns coming and we wanted them to experience some really cool things. And within five minutes, we named it. She was like, what should we call it? And I said, Coven. She <laughs> bought the URL while I was on the line. <laughs> and uh, But that's how Cameo rolls. So and that's that's how that's why I like. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is more about interns and less about having a film festival. <laughs> well, it was it's. <laughs> The cool thing about, you know, Cameo with interns is that, like, she gets it. You know, she's an alumni of Bennington College. She brings out her interns and, you know, puts them up. They get, you know, paid and a stipend and she pays for their travel and putting them up in an Airbnb. I don't believe in unpaid internships and neither Mm -hmm. does she. So I like her style. And I knew that it would be a great opportunity for us to learn how to build a fest because neither of us had done it before, um, as well as, you know, bringing in other generations of women to be involved. And how does that work, building a fest in San Francisco? It's not like you're building this in Indiana or Oklahoma. You know what I mean? It's a little different here. Yeah, I I will tell you it was uh, it was. Pretty simple. I, the one thing that we didn't do um, was we didn't get hung up on um, other fests and what they do. It was mm. moving so quickly that we just built the fest that we would want to attend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Cameo had been on the road for a year with her short, she'd been to like 143 fests or something. Um, and I have certainly been to multiple fests. Mm-hmm. And um, we just knew that there were certain like baselines we, we wanted to have at our fest, that it would be about you know, um, emerging filmmakers, you know, to create, you know, this kind of get on on the early access of, you know, the pipeline. There's less opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Um, We knew that we wanted to show uh, filmmakers radical hospitality. 
meaning that we get them in the room to talk about their film. Um, we wanted to give their shorts more life. Um, it's really hard to make a short, and um, if nobody gets to see it or the audiences are really limited, we wanted to extend the life on those shorts. And, uh, yeah, so we didn't get hung up on what other fests do. We just really built the fest that we wanted to to build. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how did you do, how? So you had five months, <laughs> mm-hmm. and from all the filmmakers across the board that we spoke to, including mm-hmm. us, this is the best they've ever been treated. You you put them up, mm-hmm. you flew in mm-hmm. something like, was it 15 of them? We, we flew in 14, we put up, uh, I think, 18 or 19. Um, we had 24 films, so we had 19 of the filmmakers in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did offer travel to a few more folks that actually couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and if they made a pass, we just, you know, um, paid it forward to somebody else. But we prioritized, you know, women of color and um, and folks that were nominated and uh and folks that were obviously in the U.S., although we did offer um, travel stipends to two of the international directors, but they were they were at other fests as well. So, how did you find the sponsorship and the funds so quickly for that? I mean, we we've fundraised for a lot of different things and and tried to get endorsements and sponsorships, and it's so difficult to do, let alone in five months. Yeah, it is, and um, it's not the preferred way to do it. But here's the thing. Um, we use our own resources. So we pulled together, uh, Cameo is a world traveler and Liz was someone who travels a lot. So we just aggregated, you know, hundreds and hundreds and actually it's just shy of a million points on all the different airlines as well as credit card points. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, that was how we were able to do that. Um, And as far as other sponsorships, we just made the asks and got bold um, and negotiated and uh, and, you know, just kind of pulled it together. And we went to people that we knew first. But what was interesting is all of the sponsors that did come in, we call them really partners more than anything, Mm -hmm. um, are all uh, uh, organizations or companies like founded by women too. Good. So Equator Coffee. Equator. Yep. 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 I, yeah. We so Equator. Yeah. We met, and I I met Flo the same time you did. At, right. Uh, you know. So when, when she spoke, I was like, Oh yeah. Oh my God. She's great. She, first mm-hmm. of all, she's a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that they were queer women, one of the few women who were roasting their coffee in the you know in this country, and um, plus I loved her when we met her at Mill Valley. She reminds me a lot of uh, Kathy Lee Gifford when uh, oh. Kristen Wiig plays her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like. Every Every time people were saying something, she would be like, huh, huh, huh. You know, you can't see my hand gestures, but you, you know, you, Point, know, lots you, know, the, you know, the gestures like, yeah, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, you know. So I was like, oh, my God, I love her. She's super down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Equator Coffee, Ving Vodka, which is a uh, a organic wellness vodka. I mean, you had oh. you had me at organic wellness. vodka. <laughs> yeah. Um, All booze is wellness. Yeah. In my but opinion. this is like, you know, a company started by this really rad, um, you know, uh, wellness kind kind of guru who's, uh, you know, she's Italian, she's beautiful, she's fit, she teaches Pilates, and she created her own booze company. So, yeah. But also loves vodka. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. the hello, it had like kale essence in it. So we did the kale oh. hound as our signature drink. We used one of their oh, recipes. And, okay. Yeah. So that was great. And then um, Smart House Creative, they're friends of mine from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan Davis. So it was interesting because Ryan submitted as a filmmaker mm-hmm. uh, before we even reached out to Smart House. Um, oh. But, 
Yeah. So she was accepted into the festival before we asked uh, her and Brad, her cohort, uh, to um, offer a package up. So um, so Smart House was cool. They did the PR mm-hmm. leading up, and then they offer um, created $2,500 worth packages for all of the domestic winners at our fest. Wow. So wow. after the fest, all of these filmmakers will get a consultation with Smart House on whatever web presence they have right now. They'll get like an audit. They'll talk with them about, you know, um, prepping them, you know, even more uh, uh, efficiently for their fest, you know, touring um, and give them some good insights on on how to do their best festing. So Ryan yeah. was hilarious on the panel. I really liked her a lot. Well, she's really adorable. And she also knew Courtney. I was going to say Courtney. And she was great at moderating. Yeah. Yes. Well, Courtney is like one to watch. Like she's going to be big in film. She's she, like, yeah. we already 19. looked at her resume. And I was like, like this right, woman well, is 19. And she's, she's I mean, she's not. Yeah, she's she 30 looks like she's or she's 30. Yeah, she just turned 30. But she's just, wow, her career. And oh, she yeah. came up to us. So we were sitting in the corner at the filmmakers lounge, <laughs> just, you know, snacking and interviewing whenever and prepping. we could. Mm-hmm. And prepping. And she came up to us and we were talking and it was right before the panel. And I was like, I'm really excited to see the panel. I can't wait, whatever. And she's like, and I was like, thank you for the work that you do. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, I've researched what you've done and it's really powerful work. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, thank you guys for what you do too. And I was like, like, "Uh." we talk about farts (laughs) and you know what I mean? But but she was very supportive and it was just really nice. Everybody was really glad that you were there. And like the minute I met you, I was like, I mean, I think we said this, like we were immediately in a group hug and we were just like, you know, we're, we're all, we're all badass. We call ourselves uh, film uh, witches, so we're badass mm. fitches. Yes. And, um, and yeah, you know, you meet certain people and you're just like, you know, you're, you're going to be in my sphere. So she and I are very good buds. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just moved to L.A. and uh, I drove her down. Oh. Uh, we, we did the Pacific Coast Highway. Nice. Just kinda, nice. Yeah, because, you know, I was like, you know what, you're turning 30, you're going to L.A. You know, she didn't have a path mapped out there. She was going pretty much, you know, pretty much sight unseen. And uh, I thought, oh, I, w- I would want someone rad like me to drive down the Pacific exactly. Coast Highway with. Right? And How can I get in on that? It was <laughs> it was awesome. And it was exactly what we wanted. Like, we were able yeah. to bond. We were able to, like, you know. And I think uh, once we hit L.A., it kind of hit her. Like, whoa. Like, thank God I have a friend who's, like, mm-hmm. rolling me in. And, mm-hmm. you know, she has friends here but uh, or in L.A. But, you know, it was just different to have somebody from from your previous home go You're down like a comfort you. blanket yeah well I call myself the old slipper like I say this with all the girls I'm like you know especially yeah, like I'm super like intergenerational in my feminism and so like you know I've got friends who are like 8 to 85 yes um, and yes. you know with Courtney she'll tell you I'll say Courtney like you know if, if shit's going down like I'll, I'll be five on your list like, don't call me first, like, especially if it's like <laughs> yeah. a, uh, you know, about relationships and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, like I'm a grown ass woman. I have like a lot of shit going on. But but <laughs> like if there's a serious emergency, you're in jail or you just need some comfort of an old slipper. She knows she can come to my house and like have a healthy meal. And, you know, I have friends that literally come to my house and because they a lot of them have roommates and stuff. And they'll she'll be like, can I come to your house and take a bath? You know, so literally I have friends that will come and like I'll set them up like a spa in my bath and then they'll come and take a bath and just hang out and I'll feed them and then they'll leave. And that's perfect for me, too. Oh, yeah. sign me up. Yeah. So if you come. I, well, I first of all, like... if you come to Seattle, you're you can absolutely stay with me. By the way, I've never yes. been. You will have I, your own bathroom. Never and, been. And I've you been. Can take I really baths. liked it. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. I mean, I uh, I like the San Francisco vibe a lot, like as far as like architecture and food scene. But. Um, there's a pretty awesome like women in film scene there. We have some really famous women directors that have come out of there. Like Lynn Shelton is a very successful, you know, film and TV director. Megan Griffiths, 
um, as well. Um, Jennifer Roth, who's a really well-known producer. I mean, these are all women. Mel Eslin, who runs like Duplass Brother Productions. Like, wow. you know, these are all women that are actually like making a living being in film and television, um, which is really rare that to see that they can like sustain themselves and have health care and like, mm-hmm. you know, lift up other women and whatnot. So, yeah. Let's go back to how you just named the film festival in two minutes. Was that just... Yeah, that's easy. And it's a very specific name. It's just yeah. not like San Francisco Women's Film Festival, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Women's you know. Shorts San Yeah, Women's Short Festival yeah. Women. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I chose Kevin just because, you know, obviously since the, you know, 2016 election, you know, there's been a lot of... Um, push back against about? women. Yeah, you know what, what happened. I it's forgot. been hard. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> I'm still traumatized. Um, but you know, like thinking about you know the history of witches. I mean, if you meet Cameo, like she only wears black. Mm-hmm. You know, she she is very witchy, but she's an in, she's super intellectual, which is one of the things I really enjoy about her. Like mm-hmm. she wants to get, you know talk about like very high existential things and and whatnot, as well as being the in the weeds and brass tacks as well. And so um, so she's witchy. I'm witchy. We love the idea of witches. But really, if you look up the definition of coven, like it's really a, a, a gathering of like minded individuals that are kind of like, you know, all going in the same direction. So for me, it was just a way to play on something that has traditionally been something where, you know, women are stigmatized or uh, per- persecuted or, you know, marginalized being mm-hmm. called, you know, witches, but we're all film witches and <laughs> we're going in the same direction. So it's really more about the the intellectual gathering of like mindedness. And uh, so we're taking it back just like you often have to do. Yeah, I think I think that the name also speaks to the experience that at least I had and, and, and it sounds like you had in creating this is we talk about this a lot on the podcast, how you manifest what you want Mm -hmm. and you spend your lifetime surrounding yourself with like-minded people like you said and when you really truly ask for something and really want something and and your focus is there and your intention is true Mm -hmm. everything just falls into place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it sounds like that's what happened with coven you you met yeah it happened with it happened Mm -hmm. the the money was there Mm -hmm. the films were there holy shit Mm -hmm. it was well we were like oh that's my favorite one and then we'd watch another one shit now that's my favorite one yeah like and the scope of stories. Yes. Right. And also what I loved was anybody could watch uh, whatever hour and a half block of, of shorts mm-hmm. and they wouldn't say, oh, those were all female directors. No, no. those were all great directors, mm-hmm. period. It exactly. wasn't about only female-centered stories. Right. No, yeah. it, was, it was everything. Yeah. Sci-fi. I yes. mean, it, it The was... sci-fi was heavy. I oh, loved it. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. Well, and that's like, you know, that's one of our favorite genres is sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. And um, and those are great genres for women. And uh, women are really doing amazing stuff in that space. They've also been organizing themselves for a long time in those genres, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting about that is like being a new fest, one of the things that we were, you know, nervous about was, oh my gosh, will people even submit, you know, like we're brand new and, and whatnot. So um, so we brought in two partners to help program blocks. Um, so, you know, because we're connected to Etheria Film Night in LA, so which has world-class shorts and uh, sci-fi, horror, and fantasy genres um, once a year in LA. So we already knew they had the street cred and we knew that if we did um, best of in that block, you know, um, we would give those films more life. Um, and they're still like totally relevant. Some are very new, but some have been done like a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, it's a new time here and, and they tie right into like, you know, um, Me Too and nevertheless, you know, she persisted and 
um, and Time's Up. So uh, it made sense. Um, and uh, and we partner with Blue Stocking as well, which, you know, is this kind of second wave, you know, uh, feminist fest that, you know, someone founded and Kate Kaminsky founded in Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just hosted me there in August. And I was like, you know, they they created a little film scene there and they mm-hmm. had a lot of community buy in. And um, I knew the quality of the shorts there was awesome. So we were covered there, but we were really nervous we wouldn't get enough submissions and whatnot. And so the other blocks, the bodyguard block, communique and half of the Etheria block um, and the panel, we we um, programmed ourselves. And I think we kicked ass. Yeah, as no far shit. as far as quality and whatnot, we and had over variety. Two, yeah, two hundred right. submissions from nineteen different countries. Really amazing. That's saying something. Yeah, and then um, I mean, I know just because of the other founder, that's possibly why you did San Francisco. But mm-hmm. why San Francisco? Just um, San Francisco was important because well, Camille lives here, right. and you know, and she's organizing. She's a cinefam, and she does um, these great dinners. It's a program with cinefam called Dinner with Dames, where You know, you get about nine to, you know, a dozen really awesome different women, different looking women in different parts of, you know, film and television industry. They don't all have to be directors. Um, They can be, you know, uh, below the line and in front of the camera even. Um, And so she's been uh, she really picked up, uh, stepped up in the chapter here for Cinefem and started doing these dinners. So um, she's just a great connector, and she really wanted to raise the visibility of women in film in San Francisco particularly. You know, it's easy to do that in L.A., Mm -hmm. and it's easier to do it in New York, and those places are really, really important, and it's really important in the the middle of the country, too, um, you know, for folks in smaller towns to do it. But we just wanted to, because she lived here, we knew we had, like, a little bit of grounding. She knew the area really well. So, like, you know, the first thing was we had to get a venue. So, like, we knew that we would, uh, it would be more efficient if we could do it here in her own backyard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I travel here enough that I, and I love this city, um, and I often stay in Japantown, and we were like, oh, Japantown rocks. We really want to bring more, you know, commerce and visibility to that neighborhood, which is why we kind of kept Hotel Kabuki as our HQ and new people. I mean, that theater is amazing. I love that theater. I'm so happy you chose that one. And not everyone knows about it. I know. And that's the other thing. A lot of people don't know about it, but it's like state of the art. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's super clean. It doesn't smell like musty and dank and weird. It's Um, it's actually nicer than the the other bigger theater in Japantown. Yeah. Well, we looked at other theaters in Japantown <laughs> and throughout the city and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were a little more competitive on price. They oh. gave us a little bit of a break. We oh. still have to pay. Yeah, of um, course. You know, but uh, yeah, I love it. And it, it also fit the, the, you know, the vibe that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. It's very kind of like modern and funky mm-hmm. and um, has its own vibe. But I thought the sound was excellent. And oh. I will tell oh, you, yeah. top notch. The one thing that blew me away was, you know, I, I, made it my mission that I was going to watch every single film that was submitted. Um, and uh, that's a lot of judging to do. <laughs> and um, the films really just blew my mind seeing them on the big screen with really great sound, especially being in a comfortable seat. Like, I was able to watch films in every block at my own fest. Like, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've watched more films at my fest in the day of the fest than I ever have at any other film festival that I've been to. Because <laughs> right. often you can't get in. It's ticketed. It's like a racket. You know, parking's an issue. You can't always get on a list or, you know what I mean? Or you miss rush tickets and things or like that. Or there's just no time. Or there's no when time. When we're at Sundance, exactly. we, her and I, or the, I think, we only saw one film each mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a theater. Mm-hmm. Our producer, I don't think, ever saw a film in a theater. Yeah. She didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah, you went to, you know, this festival. Yeah. But 
There's and, no time to actually see yeah, a film. And, yeah. and our, we're, we're watching about, them at home on our laptops yes. at midnight. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was our know. festival. And it's, it's not, yeah, and that's not the same. And right. it's, it just is different when you can feel the vibe and you can feel the audience, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even our, um, our volunteers that worked outside the theater, they got to see every single block. Good. That's so, so cool. Yeah, and they're also filmmakers. You know? And why was that so important for you guys? Not only just for that to happen, but to be able to fly out your filmmakers and, and put them up and be hospitable. What did mm-hmm. you say? It I was? call it radical hospitality. Yeah. Why yeah. was that so important for you for you both? Um, or all three of you? Well, you know, both Cameo. Well, and all and of Connie us. Jo. Uh, yeah, and Connie yeah. Joe. Connie Joe is also a co-founder and producer. She works full-time for Cameo for Charming Stranger Films. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a uh, actress in L.A. And, um, and she used to live here. So um, the three of us so we all have different like strengths that we bring to the table you know cameo is very 30,000 foot view but also like she will ride you on like details and hitting marks and things like that she's an excellent excellent project manager and she's just a badass writer and director um and for me you know my whole thing was like vibe in the in um and you know making sure that everything was mission tested if you will so like um, you know, yeah, we had miles and banks of things like that to work on, but we prioritized women of color, right? Um, first, we wanted to make sure that we had folks from every single block because um, we were also thinking about like audiences that would be there. Like, it's really special to be able to say that you have, I mean, I think we had at least three, four, five, six um, folks representing every film in, F, in every Q&A. Mm-hmm. Which in is, a block of six. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. very rare. And they were yeah. you know, all different, every you know every block. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, making sure that, like, you know, we, we started the fest by acknowledging that we are on indigenous land, yep. yes. you know, mm-hmm. and having someone like Tracy Rector. I mean, Tracy's a friend of mine from Seattle. I mean, she is very, very well known in, um, uh, in native filmmaking and just filmmaking in general, especially in the doc space. But she's an organizer and activist and... Um, uh, and she has, you know, has created many, many different organizations like amplifying uh, indigenous voices. So she just happened to be in Hotel Kabuki the entire week with ITVS <laughs> doing doing a diversity director's collective thing there. Wow, and, I didn't know that. That's well, I was in the same hotel and we live in the same town. I didn't know that either. So <laughs> so I texted I texted her and I said, if you can, you know, stay one extra night. That would be rad, and you know we're gonna we we used her artwork on our mm-hmm. uh, on our posters um, to acknowledge Ohlone tribe, um, and so it was great to have her just stay an extra day and be able to be involved um, as well. So like everything is about like how does it pass the litmus test, you know? So like um, uh, that's kind of my forte is like setting the energy level and making sure that we had we're walking the walk, talking the talk, that we're intersectional, that we're intergenerational. Um, and that everybody, uh, that we're creating a safe uh, space for everybody. That was a new friend of the show, Melinda Fox. Thanks again so much for inviting Bitch Talk to the Kevin Film Festival. We had such a great time with all the women that we met there, the food that we ate, some of the films that we got to watch, and we loved being in Japantown. Now, um, just want to set you up for next week. We're finishing up our celebration of Women's History Month with the director, producer, and star of the upcoming Sony Classics documentary, Maiden. And we'll have Kira Sedgwick on along with her production team, Big Swing Productions, talking about the hilarious episodic Girls Weekend. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can find our socials, our episodes, and more. And until next week... Bitch, please.